0: Chapter 21 Polo Pink Ladies' Club Wearing their new outfits, they went to work very quickly and with a sign change, the mansion club was turned into Polo Pink Ladies' Club. With Katie's enthusiasm and surprisingly high uptake, the club was filled with hundreds of ladies and a few bewildered men. The DJ changed his playlist to include Bewitched, Abba, Spice Girls, Justin Bieber... And with Katie's influence, Backstreet Boys and Take That, too. Katie stood outside explaining to a few disappointed ladies that the club was full when Roberto tapped her on the shoulder frantically. What is it, Roberto? The women are becoming awfully behaved. I've never seen such a thing. They were dancing everywhere, starting water fights, and they're scaring a few men. Roberto was covered in red lipstick. We must find a way to calm them down, he said insistently. I don't think we can but I can certainly distract them," said Katie, quizzically thinking. She thought back to when her mom and her friends used to go out for the night. She remembered before she died going to the bingo. It was a ladies-only night and everyone had so much fun. "Right," she said. "We need bingo and we also need some male dancers." "Male dancers? You made a big song and dance about ethics and now you want to do the same." Katie realized Roberto had a point she remembered that she had to go home for the late-night part of the bingo. After being dropped home to her father, her mother whizzed back to see the Men at Work dance group. ''Okay, most women do need male attention. We should sell dancers with gorgeous men. That'll certainly keep them occupied.'' ''I don't think that's ethically fair to men, and definitely not good practice,'' Roberto said, making a point. ''We won't trade them. They will be auctioned to raise trade for charity.'' It's ethically sound to trade men for charity. Roberto wasn't convinced, but Jose, who was popping with excitement, said, Which men? Which men? I have a couple of men in mind, Katie said with a mischievous smirk. Leading Alec, Flash and Wraith into the club, Katie greeted Roberto and said, I have the men. Wraith interrupted. Katie, I was fast asleep. I hope you're making good progress and not just partying. Jose looked Wraith up and down and said, "'Yes, he'll do just fine,' and he clawed the air and purred. Wraith ignored Jose's peculiar remark and said, "'What is this task set for us? I'm not partying, Katie.' Katie said in a very calm voice, "'I totally understand. "'I just need you to perform one of your martial arts, Cattis." "'And that's all that you ask?' "'Well, yes, to an audience.' "'No problem.' My catters are most exciting to watch. Oh yes, the audience will love it, Katie said, biting her lip. Jose whispered in Katie's ear and said, Are you not going to tell him? Katie whispered, Baby steps with this one, Jose. Katie brainstormed with Roberto and Jose how the new improvised entertainment would work. Between the newly formed promotional trio, they hatched a plan. Jose said desperately, We'd better hurry quick. Some of the women are climbing the walls. Because the staircases to the tables were closed, Katie saw that to reach the tables, some of the women were indeed climbing the creviced stoned walls. They wanted the free cloud drinks. Jose took the lead and said, So, Mr Karate Man, let's see those fearsome catters of yours. Follow me. And he went to take Wraith's hand, but Wraith retracted it away in the blink of an eye and said, It's okay. I won't get lost. Jose led Wraith towards an unused raised stage. On the way, Wraith was grabbed and winked at by many rowdy women sipping cloud drinks. This crowd is wilder than an Amazon jungle, said Wraith. And you're the catch for many ravenous tribeswomen, replied Jose with a cackle at the end. Unbeknown to the crowd, Jose led Wraith up some steps and onto the stage. Okay, here's where you're going to strut your stuff. And this will add effect. Jose held out a small ball encrusted in gold. What's that? When I break it, it will magnify your thoughts. It's wonderful for a live performance. Before Wraith could question further, Katie's voice replaced the blaring music. Ladies and a few gentlemen, we have some tantalising entertainment for you. Here is the first of our three male acts. Wraith, a martial arts expert... And guess what, ladies? He wants to fight for your love. The crowd screamed and cooed. Wraith was shocked at the reception. He'd not trained for it, so he remained glued to the spot, in fight-or-flight mode. Jose took his opportunity to pull open Wraith's tunic, which exposed his muscular chest. The crowd let out another scream, and Jose said, Not even Elvis got that. Jose smashed the ball on the floor, and a whispery purple smoke escaped and filled the stage. When it disappeared, a martial arts dojo replaced the stage, complete with a training dummy and wooden man for Wraith to demonstrate on. Jose, in his eccentric voice, narrated to the audience a story to follow. Wraith the warrior trains hard all day, working up a sweat. He trains mighty hard. He must always be prepared. And ladies, don't we just love a man who's prepared? The room squealed with excitement. Wraith snapped into action and forgot about the watching audience. He began working the wooden dummy with chops and punches. The faster he worked, the more the crowd chanted and screamed, so he worked harder. Jose continued, Ladies, this is just practice for what may come. He knows he must be ready at all times to defend his love. A smoky figure of a lady entered the dojo and it cried, Help! Wraith took notice and stopped. This poor damsel! She's been chased through a dark, lonely wood, and she seeks safety and protection. Now, ladies, we shall see what our warrior is made of. Katie stood in the crowd next to a lady who was panting. She said to Katie, I can't wait to see him in action! And she growled through her teeth. Katie ignored her and continued to watch. Jose continued, Look the terrible men of the woods are at the windows. Our warrior must be ready! Wraith looked all around the dojo. Windows were positioned in every wall, and each had a shadowy figure leering through. Wraith shouted to the female form, "Keep behind me! Our warrior takes charge!" Jose announced theatrically. The shadow forms burst through the window, and Wraith responded by fighting and dispatching their smoky forms, all to the theme tune of Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas. When the threat had ended, he turned to the female figure, whom he defended. The figure solidified and became clearer in detail. It had long, brown, wavy hair and stood tall. The form lent in to kiss Wraith, and Jose continued, Our warrior always gets the job done. Watching from the crowd, Katie became more curious. She looks like me, she said out loud. Don't flatter yourself, love. She looks more like me, said the growling and cooing woman next to her. Jose trotted quickly back onto the stage, holding a microphone. Standing next to a stunned Wraith, he addressed the crowd enthusiastically and said, We're auctioning this delightful hunk for charity. And the crowd screamed with approval. He continued... All proceeds will go to the Sing Box Charity Fund. The charity will help set poor fairies free from their boxes. Let's start the bidding now. Who wants to win a dance with Warrior Race? The bidding was intense, but dwindled down to just two, Katie and the growling woman next to her. Alec whispered in Katie's ear, Why are you bidding? I'm sure he'd dance with you for free. Katie snapped, She's annoyed me. The bidding intensified to a season's worth of time, plus some rare earth objects. Alec, horrified, said, "Katie, we can't pay for this.'' The lady next to her had made the last bid, and Jose said, ''Going, going, gone.'' The lady turned to Katie and said, ''Unlucky, darling, maybe you can ask him for a dance after, but then I'm not letting him go. Ha, ha, ha.'' Katie smiled and said, ''Take him.'' He's all yours, there's no refunds. Katie, you are naughty. You had no intention of winning, said Alec. It's all for a good cause, and Katie winked. Flash followed with a sketch of him being a bad boy turned good, but still retaining the right amount of bad boy, which is considered good, to the soundtrack of Pony, by Genuine. Alec to the tune of Bonnie Tyler's I Need a Hero, played a fisherman saving a mermaid from a dangerous shark in a turbulent storm. Each raised a substantial amount of trade from their auctions. To regain control of the overstimulated crowd, which included Jose, the tables were reopened to play bingo. The numbers were shaped and crafted by the bubble blower, which proved to be very popular. The night finished with the last dance from the charity auction. Wraith, Alec and Flash took the excited winners to the dance floor. Everyone watched enviously and whistled in appreciation. The prince appeared next to Katie while she stood, arms crossed, watching the three pairs parade and dance around the cleared floor. "'Thanks, Katie. Your advice worked,' said the prince cheerfully. "'Do you like her?' "'Yes, I think I do. It's too early to say for sure, but I can't wait to see her again. "'We're playing polo together. Well, not solely together. "'Her two polo-player friends will be there too.' "'One keeps giving me an evil eye and shielding me from speaking to her. "'That's great. You've got an informal date. "'Sometimes there can be pressure with formalities, such as dinner and drinks. "'If you attend a couple of them, guys can expect it to lead somewhere. "'When really you just want to get to know each other. "'Don't worry about her jealous friend. "'He's been friend-zoned and will always be ever-hopeful. "'You mustn't compete for her, and don't argue with him. "'That's what he wants.' He would want her to make a choice, you or him. You'd lose because you're the unknown. Play it cool and don't overstay your welcome. Leave when the day is done and leave if he becomes difficult. But before you go, reassure her by planning another meeting. Katie, how do you know all this? Working guys is what I've done through uni. I wish a guy would have taken the time with me rather than always wanting something. Maybe you never gave a good guy a chance. Katie was silent for a moment. She was about to defend herself, but thought maybe she hadn't. She said, I've always been attracted to bad boys that have approached me. I've never really thought about who was right. I've probably unknowingly walked past the love of my life and replied to a guy who's showing off. Sounds like you've only noticed princes and not Henry's. Katie smiled and said, Have you told her that you're a prince? The prince laughed and said, Yes, but she showed little interest. She says, that's nice, and I said, most girls desire me for my palace. She replied, what would I do, just living in there? I love being out in the open, free to gather stories, to write. That makes me happy. Sounds like you've met someone who might actually be interested in Henry, and not just the prince. Here, this is yours, and he passed Katie the bottle. I asked Roberto to keep it for you. ''From the way I saw you looking earlier, it seems your Mr. Wright might be dancing with another over there.'' ''I don't think so. It wouldn't work out anyway. I'm from Earth.'' Katie gladly took the bottle and thanked the prince, and he insisted on her calling him Henry. Katie wished him luck, and they gave each other a farewell hug. Roberto and Jose came and joined Katie after. Jose said, ''Those boys can clearly move their hips. Where did you find them?'' Jose said, pointing to the charity dancing. I've sort of met them on my travels. Well, they've made the night. Bravo, Katie. Roberto reluctantly spoke next and said, Yes, well done, Katie. I hate to say it, but tonight has doubled in takings from any previous night. Katie nodded and said, Does that mean you're going to change the club's admission policy? Tonight has been successful, and so have the other night's. I will now offer an extra choice, as long as the options offered don't break the law of the land and it's up to the people to choose. The option you offer is unethical. To you maybe, but to the bureaucrats who collect the large taxes and the time wealthy men and the aspiring women who attend the club, it's a great choice. Aspiring women? Women don't have to marry a rich man to make it. No, but those women choose to. I've heard enough of this, Roberto. I hope you choose the right thing to do. Katie realised that Roberto was not going to change, and she didn't have the time to futilely try. She told them that she wanted her share of the profits as she worked with them. Roberto tried to talk his way out of such a deal, but was quickly corrected by Jose. They offered Katie three emerald bands, which she accepted and insisted that they were inscribed ladies only. It was about time the top table had a new clientele at its helm.